Yo, what is going on, Cover 7 family? It is your host, Mason Pierce, back at it again with another episode of the Cover 7 with Mason Pierce podcast. Guys, I hope y'all are having a fantastic Friday, as this has been a very long week, whether it's in the real world, whether it's regarding sport world, I'm glad we have finally made it to the weekend. Now, guys, I really want to know y'all's opinions. Are we going to World War III? Because, I mean... With Russia invading Ukraine and just all craziness going on in the world, are we going to World War Three? And will we expect, you know, Nathan Peterman to get drafted first overall to the, you know, military? So, so just kind of joking around, trying to be lighthearted about it. But seriously, though, do pray for the ones that are involved in this right now in Ukraine who have no nowhere else to go. Please pray for them, and hopefully we can all resolve this peacefully without having to start World War Three. But anyway, guys. Today's episode, we've got a decent amount of college football news. Um, we've got some, actually, kind of some interesting news, really, and then some shocking news, and it's regarding high school recruiting and betting. Yeah, it. Yeah, you heard that right. It is about betting on a high school kid. Now, the NFL, we've got a bunch. We've got not a bunch, but we've got a couple hirings. Then we've also got a couple rumors. So, guys, let me not waste y'all's time. But before we do begin the episode, I do want to ask y'all to please make sure to follow the official Instagram and TikTok of the Cover Seven with Mason Pierce podcast at Cover Seven with Mason Pierce on both platforms. Link will be down below in the description for the Instagram, and then the other links will be attached in the highlights on the Instagram profile. Guys, I'm so thankful I'm able to make another episode for y'all, so let's get right into it. For our first news of the day is regarding a former Michigan quarterback, Denard Robinson. In case you don't know him, his his number was 16. He had the long dreads and was mostly mostly was famous for not tying his his cleats. He never tied his shoestrings because he believed that it didn't it didn't put all that pressure on your foot when you're running. So you felt like you had added weight, and it also allowed for him to be more elusive. Now, we all were kind of, you know, thinking he was weird. Like, what the heck? Like, why would you do that? Like, why would you run without your, you know, your cleats tied? Because that's idiot. I mean, they could fall off at any second or whatnot. But he actually had a reasonable thought because when he appeared on Sports Science years and years and years ago, they went full in depth. And, I mean, you saw, that like, the benefits it did add and the agility it allowed for him to gain by doing that. So you're like, okay, maybe he was right. But, as we all know, he was mostly famous for that. He had a short stint with the Jacksonville Jaguars as a receiver when he entered the NFL, but didn't really have much of a pro career and then kind of has been doing whatever. But as of earlier this week around, I think it was Tuesday, Denari had been hired to Michigan's football staff as an assistant. This is great. I'm glad he's finally back with them as he'll be a player favorite for sure. And it might, you know, finally bring some joy to that Michigan locker room because as we saw when their offensive coordinator left to go join Mario Cristobal's staff, he was not really happy with the way that not just the football team alone, but the way that the university handled his contract situation. It kind of felt like they were wanting him to leave. So at least now we'll have a they'll have a new presence in there. And I know he won't have a huge role, but I do think it's great for Michigan's reputation as well to be bringing back a guy that did so much for that football program back then. Um, the next college football news we have, and unfortunately the final college football news we have, and guys, bear with me these next couple months as we're going through spring, you know, spring practice and you know spring ball and all that. As we, as I will make sure to continue to cover any transfer portal news, any recruitment news, and this one is actually regarding recruitment news, but. 
it's on the betting side of recruitment news. So if on Thursday Thursday night, Vegas had officially put out their odds for the colleges most likely to land the nephew of Eli and Peyton Manning, Arch Manning. And currently the odds right now are favoring Georgia with with them at plus 200. And I'll, I'll give you all the full list right now that they've given us. Georgia at plus 200. Texas, which I was kind of shocked to see Texas, is plus 250. Alabama is plus 350, Ole Miss is plus 500, and LSU is at plus 2,000. I think personally for me, LSU and Alabama are sleepers in his recruitment as, you know, LSU would be a guaranteed opening for him to start at quarterback. Yes, we know LSU is not known for producing great quarterbacks. (coughs) Cough, cough. Um, Jamarcus Russell. But it would be a great opportunity for him to, you know, not have the weight of going to Ole Miss or going to Tennessee or, heck, I mean, even going to Alabama for that matter because when you go to Alabama, you're expected to be a Heisman Trophy contender, Heisman Heisman Trophy contender immediately. Sorry, guys, I'm kind of still not trying to wake up a little bit even though it's right now as I'm recording 7 o'clock at night. But, <laughs> but no, he's – I think personally for me, I think LSU would, would be a great fit for him because I think the things that, you know, he could get done with Brian Kelly as his head coach – uh, I definitely see Baton Rouge being probably a sneaky good. So if I feel like you know betting fifty bucks or something on LSU plus two thousand, I definitely would. But also the more legitimate I think in this one is Texas, and you're probably wondering why. Well, in case you do not know, Texas hired um, former Tennessee head coach when Peyton Manning was there, David Cutcliffe, to be uh, an offensive analyst slash assistant, which means you know he and. In case you don't know, the Manning family is very tight with David Cutliffe. You know, they're regularly seen hanging out with each other's families and so forth. So Texas definitely would be another spot, not to add, not to mention already that Arch Manning looks up a lot to Steve Sarkeesian since, you know, he molds quarterbacks. So it's going to definitely be interesting to see if he's going to be willing to sit one year behind Quinn Ewers considering if Quinn Ewers is as good as we all, you know, as 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 much as he's been hyped up to be. It'll definitely be interesting to see if Quinn Ewers will live up to that immense hype that he had when he when he when he was leaving South Lake Carroll to go to Ohio State. Um, yeah, so I mean, guys, that's it for college football, at least in this episode. I know there's not really a lot to talk about, as we all know, it's off season. Spring ball is literally right upon us in the next month or two. Uh, we will be having a a good amount of spring games. I personally will be at the TCU spring game Friday night, April 22nd. In case any of y'all are there, please make sure to feel free to DM me on the at Cover 7 with Mason Pierce podcast Instagram. Let me know. Maybe we get a picture, hang out, whatever y'all want to do. It'd be cool to meet some of y'all. Um, but, yeah, so let me know if y'all are going to any spring games. Drop, you know, DM me, drop a comment, whatever y'all feel like doing. Let me know if, your favorite, if you're going to go to your favorite team spring game. Now, guys, let's get on to the NFL side of today's podcast. Portion and in first news, it's not really a huge one, but OBJ he got surgery for his torn ACL, which this had this occurred a few days after his first ever kid was born. So congratulations to OBJ and his wife for their first ever child. It's good to see OBJ starting to get some victories back in his life as he just won a Super Bowl with the Rams and he just had his first ever kid. So congrats to OBJ. Um, some really cool news, and this is really really cool. Tom Brady will produce and star in a movie called 80 for Brady, which is about four Patriot fans who traveled to the famous 2017 Super Bowl, a.k.a. the Falcons 28-3 choke game. Um, It's apparently supposed to be a comedy, so I would definitely expect Gronkowski to be in there. 
just just because Tom Brady is everything with Gronk. So I hope Gronk is in that because that would make that movie ten times better having Gronk, Gronkowski in there just personality-wise and everything. And Tom Brady actually is kind of a good actor too. So this will be really interesting to see how this movie goes. I will definitely be watching it when it comes out, and hopefully y'all are too. Uh, the next news we have, to, guys, today is um, is reporter Adam Schefter. He said on the My Sports Update podcast that he believes Jimmy Garoppolo is not a lock to get traded after all. Um, he says his reasoning behind this is that Trey Lance is not as ahead as people think in his progress to be the starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, I mean, I believe it personally because I don't think you know he really has a great mentor at quarterback. Not saying Jimmy Garoppolo is bad or anything, considering you know Jimmy G did sit behind Tom Brady those couple years he was up in New England, but. I don't know. I just don't think Jimmy really is a great leader quarterback-wise. He's more just a silent, you know, how Tom Brady was in New England-esque. So I do think, yeah, it probably would be good to keep him for another year. But I do think that the 49ers want to get rid of his contract as soon as possible, considering I think he's due like $20 million this upcoming season. So definitely keep your eyes out for it. As I've heard rumors of March 19th being the date that he gets traded or before then. And then obviously we heard from Adam Schefter, he may not be an absolute lock to get traded. So it's really going to depend on the market for him because if they're going to get offered a first round or an early, early second round, like I'm talking pick 33, early second round pick, then I would definitely expect him to get traded. If not, if they're just if the if if John Lynch and the and the 49ers front office are just getting a bunch of calls asking for a third and fifth to get or just to receive a third and fifth for him, they're not going to trade him. They'll keep him. Let you know Trey Lance have another year in the NFL, fully develop, so that they hopefully they get their next Patrick Mahomes as quarterback. You know, sitting behind a veteran quarterback. But it we'll, we'll see how it goes. Um. The next news we have is that the New Orleans Saints have promoted their DB coach Chris Richard and D-line coach Ryan Nelson to be both co-defensive coordinators. I think this is great as when Chris was with the Cowboys, I loved what he did for our corners. And Ryan Nelson, as you already know, Saints have one of the best D-lines in the league. So this will be great for that Saints defense as, you know, this is going to be a new era of Saints football. And not to also mention, they're like negative $70 million in cap. So I definitely would expect some surprise releases and surprise trades to occur for the Saints in these next couple weeks right before the new official league league year starts so Saints fans just know I am praying for you and all y'all down there in New Orleans because man y'all have got some rough times coming ahead unfortunately but it is okay um, some breaking news actually is regarding Kansas City Chiefs offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy. now we all were kind of wondering Will the Chiefs sign him to a long-term extension to continue to be their offensive coordinator, or is Eric going to go back down to the college ranks and take a head coaching gig, which I personally would have loved if he'd went down to the college football level and would have joined, you know, be a head coach of, of a team, because, I mean, that would be great news to report. But, and this is also great news for Chiefs fans, um, the Kansas City Chiefs have signed their offensive coordinator, Eric Bieniemy to a one-year contract extension. So he will be back for the 2022 season. We do not know about beyond that, but we do know for sure he will be returning to the Chiefs for at least one more year. Now, the next news we have, and it's regarding Troy Aikman, you know, Hall of Fame quarterback Troy Aikman and current broadcasting legend, I guess, Troy Aikman. Now, um, it is official. It is the end of an era with Troy and Joe Buck as Troy Aikman will be leaving Joe Buck and Fox in the rear view, in the rear view mirror and will be joining the Monday Night Football staff 
per Andrew Marchand of ESPN. Uh, this is huge because Monday Night Staff is already stacked with Randy Moss, you know, and just that whole group. So now that you're adding Troy Aikman as probably an announcer, I'd bet my money because they're probably gonna have, they're probably gonna have to get rid of Lewis Riddick or or just one of those announcers, one of the three announcers they have. Um, I would expect Troy to be getting paid upwards of Tony Romo-esque contract money that you know Tony got from CBS when he retired. So this is good for Troy Aikman financially. This is bad for Fox financially because now they're going to have to find someone to replace that role. Uh, I would expect to hear something from NBC regarding Chris Collinsworth and Al Michaels with their contracts and you know possibly Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth both going to retirement. So college not oh my gosh what am I talking about college football for NFL football next year uh, uh, announcing wise can look completely different is going to be a new generation of NFL football and I'm kind of excited because you know as we all know the league is changing players are retiring I mean the greatest quarterback of all time retired this year uh, Aaron Rodgers is contemplating retirement Big Ben retired Drew Brees retired Philip Rivers retired I mean it is I mean, we are really coming to the to a end of an era in NFL football. Uh, the next news we have is regarding the Seahawks and their, I would say, star safety, in my opinion, Quandre Diggs. As we all know, Seahawks and and well, not as we all know, because probably all y'all don't know Quandre, but Quandre came came from Texas. I'm talking a stud at the safety position. Him and Kenny Vaccaro back in the early 2010s at with that safety duo at Texas was nasty. There, there was a lot of good Texas teams back then when Mac Brown, you know, before he retired. But um, the Seahawks and Quandre have reopened contract extensions, so this is good for Seahawks fans as hopefully y'all will be able to keep consistency. Guys, I'm telling you, I cannot talk. I, I'm, I'm running on fumes, but I need to get this podcast out for y'all. Anyway. The Seahawks and their safety, Quandre Diggs, have reopened contract extension talks. This is good for Seahawks fans as this will allow them to be able to keep consistency in that safety room alongside Jamal Adams, who they gave that huge contract to. So hopefully this will allow Jamal to get a lot of weight added off his shoulders because considering, you know, he would have had to pretty much one man the secondary or the deep secondary. Uh, yeah, this is definitely good news for my Seahawks fans. But guys, that is the end of the NFL and college football portions of today's episode. Now we will get into um, just 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 one NBA news and then one MLB news. There's not too, too much going on outside of, of football as a whole. But we do have some big news coming from the uh, NBA, and this is regarding Kimball Walker and the New York Knicks. Now, Kimball Walker and the New York Knicks have agreed for Kimba to sit the rest of the year in order to be prepared for the 2022 season after what a lot of fans and what a lot of coaches are thinking. He had a very disappointing year considering the contract they signed him to. The Knicks are prepared to um, open trade discussions in the summer regarding their point, their starting point guards. So, and this is all, and this was a Woj bomb that happened on Wednesday. Uh, this is sad to see Kimball Walker, who was a star in Charlotte and looked to be, you know, whatever team got him. And then when he went to Boston, we all thought, wow, this is going to be a great pickup for the Celtics, considering they had gotten rid of Kyrie Irving. Uh, it, yeah, this is this is bad for Kimba. I would definitely expect him to be getting a veteran minimum or like at least a one-year, four million dollar deal next year to go play for like a the Bucks as like a rotational player, just something among that. It's sad to see because I personally love Kimba, and I thought him coming back to his home 
hometown in New York. It would have been great for him, and it would have allowed for him to, you know, be able to have that that starting point guard role again and be that, you know, that one option. But things just don't work out, and that's all right. You got to live and learn. So now onto the MLB side of news, and this is regarding our, our Texas Rangers. Um, our top prospect, third baseman Josh Jung, who obviously a Texas Tech graduate, he's out six months with a torn labrum and has just went under surgery. So this is, I mean, considering how the lockout situation is right now, I wouldn't really worry too, too much about it as we don't even know if, when we're going to be getting <laughs> our next baseball game. So, but no, I really do hope he has a speedy recovery as I definitely see him being um, our future at the hot corner. So anyway, guys, I hope y'all really did enjoy today's episode. I know it's not super, super long, but I wanted to be able to get it to y'all quick and as fast as possible because, like I said, I want to continue to spread my love of sports to all you beautiful people. Now, guys, it like I said, like I said earlier on in the episode, if you have not yet, please make sure to follow the official Instagram and TikTok of the Cover Seven with Mason Pierce podcast at Cover Seven with Mason Pierce. We will be posting daily content on the TikTok and will and and will be providing sport updates on the Instagram. Guys, I hope y'all have a fantastic Friday. I hope y'all have a great weekend. Make sure to be smart. Don't drink and drive. And once again, peace out, guys. Continue to be great.